The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. And if you're standing waiting on a bus that hasn't arrived, do let us know because apparently Dublin Bus says that that is an almost impossible rarity. 98% excellence in their real-time passenger information. That's according to testimony given today to the Oireachtas Transport Committee. They did, however, apologise for issues that they said were below their normal standards in the past couple of months. The committee has been examining the provision of bus services in Dublin amid concern about delays for commuters and the accuracy of real-time passenger information. Joining me on the line is Paul Donnelly, Sinn Féin TD for Dublin West and also Brian Caulfield, Associate Professor at the School of Engineering at Trinity College Dublin. Paul Donnelly, to start with you, your constituents, how happy are they with the service they're getting from Dublin Bus? Good afternoon, Anton. Um, Well, I think there's certainly a significant number of people who are extremely unhappy with both Dublin Bus and Go Ahead um, and the service, service that's being provided. I hear time and time and time again from constituents and you see it on Twitter itself where people are, are directly challenging Dublin bus, where's the bus gone? They see it up on the screen, they see it up in real time and then all of a sudden the bus disappears. Um, and that's an ongoing problem and I had uh, a constituent who lives in Tyrrellstown who lost her job because it was consistently, uh, they were consistently being uh, curtailed or gaslighted, uh, you know, not gaslighted, uh, ghosting. Um, and I think that's it's funny, Paul, not according to the opening statement from Billy Hand, the chief executive of Dublin Bus, yeah. given to the committee today, he said that the company has undertaken the largest on-street survey in the history of the mm-hmm. organisation, monitoring thousands of trips, cross-checking them against technical systems, mm-hmm. and the survey found the real-time passenger operating system is operating at nearly 98% accuracy. Yeah, well, I've had a bus driver um, himself who've been on to me and who've said that one way that they get around this, and I'm not saying that this is what Dublin Bus do, but certainly um, an issue in relation to, to go ahead, is that they are told if the bus is late then they, and they're, they're, they're due to start on the next route, then they miss three or four stops to catch up. So they're technically not correct when they do their full route, but they will drive past people. And I've heard this time again, I'm sure you've heard this, where a, a bus will just mysteriously drive past three or four bus stops um, it'll catch up on the third or fourth bus stop and now it's on time again. So I think there 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 is some issues most definitely in relation to what Dublin Bus are saying today and, and the reality of what people see on the ground. Well, Brian Caulfield, you might be able to explain this given that you're a professor at the School of Engineering. How is it that a real-time passenger information system can have you stand at a bus stop where there are, let's say, 12 stops before you and it can say, well, the bus is eight minutes away? Nine minutes away, seven minutes away, six minutes away, bus has disappeared. How is that possible if it's been tracking it in real time? Um, it, it does track the buses in real time. Um, these ghost buses, uh, the, the issues around that, I think some of the issues were that the buses had never departed. And the real-time system that Dublin operates is based upon historical data and real-time data. So a bus that you know may never left the depot because of staffing reasons or whatever it was, was programmed into the system. It showed up on stops, but the bus was never there. So it is what we were calling ghost buses a month ago. Um, but this, you know, the, the amount of data that we have on buses and how they go around the network, if what the deputy says is true and that the, the, the buses are skipping these stops, it'd be very easy for Dublin Bus to check that. 
But from a consumer point of view, Brian, it is actually much better not to know, at least if you were just standing there waiting on the off chance of a bus. But being told by a system, you're all right, you have four minutes, only to be then told, well, now you've got 15 or 20 to the next one. That's worse than no information at all. I suppose you could look at it that way. It depends upon the route that you're on. So the the bus route that I'm on is every 20, 25 minutes a bus um, uh, appears, and that's the schedule. So if one of those buses disappears, I'm stuck for an hour. So, you know, for, for, for someone like me, that that is a big issue. But the higher frequency routes, I don't think it, it is an issue. The reason we put the real time in was to, you know, give consumers confidence in the bus system. And we did see a, a, a jump in usage when it was put in. And now it's something that people take for granted, um, that it's there and that it's accurate and that it works. Well, the the, uh, the Chief Executive of Dublin Bus being to the committee addressed three things today. Service performance and reliability, driver recruitment and RT, RTPI availability. And across all of those headings indicated that significant either progress was being made or investment was being undertaken. Would you have much faith, Brian, that it is going to see a positive outcome? Um, I, I suppose we have to have faith in it. If we're, if we're going to expand our public transport offering in the city over the next decade, it is bus, it's not rail because that's, that's all we'll be able to deliver. I'd like to see the data. I'd like to see the, the, the numbers that they surveyed for that RTBI and to see how accurate it is. Um, it would be nice if that was released. Um, but Dublin Bus and Fairness didn't do a very good job. Um, and the issues that were there last month and the month before around these ghost buses were related to, to glitches in, in the software around uh, the RTBI and also the driver recruitment that they've been finding very, very hard to, to fill the the, the the jobs that they have out there at the moment and that this then would become a problem when you know when we put out bus connects which is going to be a much greater amount of bus capacity we don't have the drivers that plan you know it could fail well let me go to you paul finally on that because anybody who has spent time in dublin city center can't have missed the ads on the buses very clever ads saying things like get thanked for a living but a constant recruitment drive trying to get drivers. If there is going to be network expansion as there needs to be for the public um, transport system to be what it should be, do you, do you hold out much hope for their prospect of getting all the drivers they'll need? Look, I think we, we, we have to hold up hope because the future of public transport, you know, the, the future of Dublin City surviving as a city in terms of trying to get around will rely on public transport. So we need to make sure that we put the pay to conditions Everything that will encourage people to take up driving, professional driving, uh, as a career, we need to do that. But I think in, in, in terms of driving, I, I know, for example, um, Go Ahead have lost 700 drivers since they started. So I think they had recruited up to around 1,400 drivers and they're down to around 400. So there's no doubt about it. There is a serious, serious problem in terms of recruiting drivers. And the only way that you will make it attractive is if you make the pay and the conditions for the drivers, the workers themselves, it's attractive enough to take them away from other uh, and encourage them into the, the public transport system. Well, I'll tell you, if, if uh, verbiage was converted directly into outcomes, the, the statement would give you great hope. The chief executive finished a statement today saying, our steadfast commitment to deliver for the people of Greater Dublin will never waver. We are working night and day to ensure we overcome RTPI recruitment and service performance challenges. We wish them luck. Paul Donnelly, Sinn Féin TD for Dublin West and Brian Caulfield, Associate Professor at the School of Engineering in Trinity College Dublin. Thank you both very much. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.